Well, good afternoon to you. This is Alan Seymour, your host here on the future of sport on All In Sports Talk. Uh, today it's episode 18. Uh, today's show, a very special show in many ways, because I'm going to go back a little bit, but very recently going back, and really centre on my students, the most important people really in everything that I've done in my career. And I'm delighted today to welcome, soon to be, uh, one of the very first University of Northampton graduates in sport marketing management this year, good colleague and student friend of mine, uh, Rafa <coughs> Garcia-Kraling. And I just want to begin today's interview, if I may, Rafa. Tell us about your journey so far. Hi, Alan. Great to connect. Um, well, where to start, really? I think um, the great place to start for me is probably finishing sixth form. Uh, I put a lot of work in, and I got very, very average grades. So I thought... What are my two passions in life? With my experiences sort of working from a young age and then eventually selling suits at Jaeger and my passion for sport throughout my life, I was sort of just having a look around on the various university websites and it kept popping up University of Hampton Sports Marketing as it, as it then stood. <laughs> so I thought, I'll have a look into it. I'll um, pop down to an open day. So pop down to an open day and had a sort of a look around, have a look at the facilities, and I was lucky enough to meet the Alan Seymour. <laughs> and, um, and I felt that sort of from that, from that moment, and I, I, a lot of my colleagues will agree with this, they were sold on the course. Um, it was really great. We did sort of a quite interactive activity, and it sort of, it, it sort of the stars aligned, and I sort of found a, found a university course that I felt suited towards me. Uh, Rafa, if I met Rafa, sorry to interject there, because I think... The interview today is going to be very informal, guys. Rafa and me know each other, obviously, as I think Rafa's intimated there, pretty well. But I just want to pick up the importance of two things. Clearly, there is always potential and possibilities, no matter where you think you are at any stage in your early career. As you identified, you had a great passion for sport. You were clearly perhaps uncertain because of your maybe previous academic um, history, as it were. But you were very positive. I know full well the reference that you've given, the importance of engagement at open days at universities, recognising the potential with a course. So as well as obviously, and I, I really appreciate some of the, uh, the accolades there and some of the inferences, which is always great to hear from students, etc. Tell us some of the things that were important in your decision to take on uh, a course like a sport marketing course, as you did? It's quite interesting, really. I think my, sort of my whole career and all I, all I worked for, I was sort of heading towards the law direction. And, um, and, then, I, and then I just I suddenly felt that, that I wouldn't be utilising the skill set that I've developed through sort of work experience and, and throughout my sort of younger school life. And the key decision for me was really... It's about doing something not only that pays the bills, but something that um, something that really resonates with you, something that you can wake up in the morning and think, you know what, I, I would really like to do this. And for me, when I sort of saw the layout of the course and then had to sort of think about the possible career opportunities after that, it, it sort of everything sort of came together and I sort of realised that that's the course for me. And I think it's really interesting how you've got a lot of students who not necessarily the most academic of sorts, but when it comes to 
the creative aspects of the modules and creative aspects of the brand. They sort of gelled together. And then for me, it was more experience with management, experience from coaching, and then shifting that over to a course that would help me develop that, but in more of a, a business context. I mean, Rafa, excellent insight there. And I think so, so important. And we obviously, perhaps in most instances, come off the same page and we're coming at it very much from kind of parallel and, 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 and mutual angles here. But I'm very interested as well, you know, we quite often say, let's use the analogy, the metaphor, I want to go away on holiday, I see a brochure, I see a great destination, I get there and it's a massive letdown. Maybe sometimes, you know, the, the, the relation uh, to what you need and what you get, when you were looking at the course, and clearly now you've had some experience, tell us a little bit, and I think this is important for students looking at careers in sport business, maybe students looking at course courses at universities in sport business. Tell us a little bit about the modules and the courses that you've studied. And maybe in doing that, Rafa, give us a few of the highlights of some of the things that you've done both in and out of the classroom, as it were. Um, within the classroom, I think there was obviously a lot of good modules. I think one thing I would say to students is make sure the university has the infrastructure to support the course that you want to go and attend. I mean, all the, for the lads in my course, they felt that due to your connections and your reach in, in the industry, that that was the USP. And I think that that's sort of a massive, massive insight for the students. Um, another massive thing I would say is that the fact that you have to buy into a course that the people who run the course resonate with you. There's no point sort of buying into something that you genuinely don't believe in. Right. My key sort of module highlights, I mean, uh, first year PR was excellent. We had a lot of good fun doing some sort of rebranding. It was, it was really great for us to have the opportunity to sort of take on our own mini project and as first years give us the in, some insight and get some real world experience. Tell us a little bit about that, maybe just as a reference point. Again, Rafa, if you can recall it, I know time flies by, but maybe if you can recall that, because I still have a vivid impression of, uh, of the project that you were involved in there, and uh, it was London Welsh, if memory serves me right. Tell us a little bit about how you went about that. Well, it was a great project. Um, I, we were sort of split into groups, uh, as it were, and... Together we formulated a PR and marketing campaign to take them from where they are to where, as a group, we believe they were going. And I think the real beauty of this project was that it was it was how we could sort of develop our brand ourselves and right. how we would like to take the company. But then, utilising marketing and PR strategy and tactics and some aspects from sports marketing to develop that brand into how we feel could benefit them in the future. And we were really lucky with the group. We had uh, Tom Vernon, who was sort of very close and had a great understanding of the brand of London Welsh. And um, and I feel that as a group, we had lots of different inputs. I mean, we had some international student inputs. Uh, I, I myself took more of the role of sort of helping the group coerce and get all the ideas from the group to meld. And I felt that the project as a whole was very good, particular highlights on our redesign of the website and the development of the app, which I thought the first years wasn't too bad. Okay. I mean, going forward as well, I, I, I mean, you can tell us a little bit more maybe about generically and specifically, if you like. You're now coming uh, towards the end of your course. You'll graduate uh, in, in a few coming weeks. 
and maybe just tell us about some of the relevancy and the uh, appreciation, almost applications, the applied sense of some of the modules that you've done, specifically maybe in relating to sport, marketing, management, Rafa. For me, the, the really, the really one that has, has impacted me the most is... Uh, this year we studied a uh, consultancy project okay. and it was brilliant because we had to go out and gain our own clients and from there develop a campaign based on sort of their brief and how we could take them forward as a brand. Um, I found this really interesting because it was sort of more of a real world activity. Um, we did ask, not for a sports brand, but there's sort of many parallels for a uh, concierge company called Keys Lifestyle Concierge. Yeah. Um, as one of my colleagues is working for them at the moment and... It was great because we got to look at sort of a unilateral marketing approach and after dissecting that, you genuinely felt that that's how you could add value to a business. Looking at extended this kind of background that you've now had and the the kind of, uh, I suppose, practicalities of it all, Rafa, tell us a little bit now maybe some of the things that you've done outside the classroom, uh, without prompting you too much here, I know you've done many, many things, but maybe you could tell a little bit about the uh, the once-in-a-lifetime trip that you made to Florida, perhaps, and anything else that you could add in that benefits the student uh, experience, I suppose, as much as anything else, as well as in the classroom, outside the classroom. Yeah, the great place to start, kicking off with Florida. Um, as second-year students, it was such a great opportunity for us to go out there and sort of partner up with slightly older um, MBA, master students, and they were, first, first and foremost, very, very welcoming. Right. And um, secondly, the opportunities and the places we actually got to visit and the people we got to talk to, it was it was quite incredible, really. I mean, we had uh, one of the marketing officers from the MBA, please correct me if I'm wrong, it was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we had, obviously, at Tampa Bay Lightnings, we had a brilliant, brilliant day. Obviously, the game after was excellent. But we got some insights into um, sort of Fox Sports Florida and the and how things are run there and how, from an educational standpoint, how we can actually learn from them and their internship programs were of such a, a high caliber. And I think that segues quite nicely into my internship, which I'm forever grateful. And Alan introduced me into uh, introduced me to Chris at Final Third, and um, I can honestly say this is probably above the degree of what I've learned in sports marketing, in sports management. And um, I will forever be grateful for what I've learned in my two years there. And they really have sort of built me up and developed me as as not only someone who can work in a sports enterprise company, but also a person that can help develop a personal brand. And I think that's so important. What were some of the difficulties, if there were difficulties, and, and, and sometimes when you use a phrase like that, people start to think, oh, it's not what it is, or it's difficult, so on, etc. Uh, but I know I think you officiated or uh, w- were certainly involved uh, with some of the uh, FA stuff that Chris Rivett does and, and, and some of the English Football League as it is now and visiting Wembley and doing interviews. Tell us a little bit about maybe some of the great things that clearly something like that on paper would appeal to, obviously, fledgling career aspirants in sport business. But did it come with some uh, headaches, heartaches and some uh, potential problems, as it were? I can't actually think of any problems. It was, it was brilliant. It was so well run. Yeah. Um, Chris sort of took me in and mentored me from a 
from a really at the beginning a very basic understanding and standpoint of the sports business industry okay and developed me throughout that i mean there's one key highlight that stands out for me and it was introducing jesus navas in spanish wow and um translating that and for me that was just that was incredible and for chris to have faith in me at such a young age uh, i believe i was 19 then um it was it was brilliant and it really once you've done something like that and for me personally obviously from spanish descent um it really being able to speak to someone of, of a footballer of that caliber really it sounds really dark but if you could do something like that it really feels it empowers you to believe that you sort of the sky's the limit I mean, my my response to that, uh, and I mean, we're on radio here, we're doing an audio interview, uh, I've got a massive, massive glow and, and, and smile and feel for what you're saying here, Rafa, because if I was giving my best advice, as I always try to, or giving some really uh, highlight, classic, what I think are important ingredients in the toolkit that you referred to, that you need a, 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 as a start-off student in the sport business industry, it's that commitment, confidence, and don't be fearful. And, you know, go through that barrier, if there is a barrier there, you know, be confident to do it, and things like uh, consultancy projects that you've mentioned, things like presentations, things like interviews. But I believe in the power of students, and you've got something that you've clearly said here already uh, in this all-too-short interview or conversation that we're having, Rafa, that you have some special skills, perhaps that other people ha- not, not necessarily have. So it's a bit like the inverted pyramid thin- uh, theory that I always use. If you're going to project yourself, particularly maybe through social media, think of what makes you different. Think of what makes you stand out. And clearly here you had confidence and you had a good mentor, all of those things. But you had a special skill, okay, uh, Rafa Garcia Crailing kind of gives it away a little bit. But obviously, you know, your Spanish is there, you were able to apply it in this sense. But I think you also brought a lot more because clearly, uh, you know, being involved in football as you are in sport per se gives you that credence and added edge. So I think that's a very valuable point in kind of this halfway point in the interview. Let me kind of segue now into something not completely different. Tell us a little bit, I know I've heard it on the grapevine, at the the University of Northampton, once you graduate, uh, some recent awards uh, and some recent announcements within the university structure, particularly from an admin and going forward. Tell us about the role that you're going to have there next year, Rafa. Well, um, first of all, I'll I'll, I'll lay out a little bit of context. Um, At the University of Northampton, obviously, we have a student union and for the previous year I've involved the previous three years I've been lucky enough to be involved with the men's football club right um, which I, I can honestly say it's I, I was treasuring my first and second years and lucky enough to be president in my final year and what I've learned by doing that coupled with final third I, I genuinely believe is what has enabled me to sort of deliver what I can now deliver and it enabled me to apply not only just marketing frameworks and how we can develop the football football club as a brand but also how I can manage people using different management theory and it that firstly that develops me phenomenally. Um, sort of moving that forward, uh, we had student union elections, so uh, there's three full time officers at the university employed by university to represent the views of the students. They are the president, the vice president of education and the vice president of union development. And um, I thought that it would be a great opportunity for me to give back all that I've gained and learned from the students' union. So 
I ran as um, as president, and I was lucky enough to be elected a few months ago. Fantastic, Rafa. Sorry, go go on. If I've interjected, there, carry on. Sorry, I probably could have crushed you there. Um, no, no, no. I, me and my dark horses. Um, I, I well, this role in particular is something really close to my heart because I feel that at university and it's brilliant as a, as a sports person, as an athlete, and I feel that the support we give each other in sports teams is brilliant and it allows us to sort of develop all these skills and typically I mean there's some there's some brilliant cases at the moment but the standards of welfare universities for me is the one reason why I've stood and I, I really would like to develop how we can help provide more infrastructure and support to students that do find university difficult experience and it's sort of that's hopefully going to be my way of paying back the University of Hampton and the Students Union with all they've invested me over the three years that hopefully I'll pay back over the course of one or two years. I, I think that's an outstanding, and you know, we can talk about uh, social responsibilities, we can talk about, and it's a phrase that quite often sports people use, maybe a lot of sports people use it towards the end of their careers rather than like yourself at the beginning of your careers, but I think, you know, giving back... Uh, exchanging experiences from a solid and a responsible and maybe uh, you know a beneficial point of view where you've learned and successfully learned uh, some of those lessons and how you can carry those forward to the next set of in this case for you as president of the University of Northampton uh, Students Union you know uh, enrolling students students who are all ready there and I think Welfare of students is very, very important. Obviously, there's been a lot of press recently about uh, the importance of, of, of looking at uh, maybe some mental illnesses and maybe other things that happen uh, in one's student life, you know, within the realms of finance and within the realms of uh, support when it's needed. Let me also now perhaps move uh, on again from uh, some of the experiences that you've uh, talked about here in this conversation that we're having Rafa this morning where next I know it's always a very difficult or it's almost like the classic you know gazing at what does the future hold but maybe just give us a few pointers from your experiences perhaps I think it's very important students recognise the importance of some of the things that you've talked about and touched upon you know the the, the relative importance of projects etc the importance of volunteering for things the importance of an internship but is there a planned career path for Rafa now going forward? Um, yes there, there, there indeed yes. is for me personally the, this next year is all about de not developing not only as a leader but as uh, developing my sort of management roles but developing the union and w when I tend to do something I like to I like to solely focus on, on what that one thing and all my energy um, in the long term uh, sort of after the one year two years I honestly I have a few different paths that I okay. uh, may be strolling down I mean uh, it, one opportunity is sort of uh, looking at the masters. There's some excellent masters available in sports business and yep. leadership. And sort of by having this break from, say, academia, going back into it with sort of fresh eyes from a bit of experience, I feel that I'll get more out of the masters by doing it that way. Um, another route, um, possibly. I mean, I'm lucky enough to have some brilliant experience at final third. And I have no doubt that throughout the rest of my career, I will be aligned very strongly with Chris Rivett from his strong mentor, 
mentorship from a young age and I think it's really interesting that you develop people from a young age and it's, it's insane in sport really and you're sort of left with quite a lot of loyalty so I feel that that's obviously a thing for the future um, sort of working with yourself and Chris and it's sort of my, my one thing I'll sort of end on is the, the degree is something that a lot of people go to university just for the pure purpose of, oh, we're going to get to the degree and we're going to leave. But the truth is so many people, especially in my generation, will come out with a degree, uh, a good degree. But it's how, how can students set themselves apart, not just on their CV, but through communication skills, but with, through actual real-world experiences, which is what's going to get them employed. You know, Chris... Oh, sorry, Chris. Rafa, Chris. Obviously, you've you've touched upon, and, and really that was ingrained in my memory from what you've said there. I think it classically now in this conversation brings us to kind of some summations and, and, and some closures, and perhaps we can kind of in the next five minutes or so wrap up some or all of the considerations that you've put out here. One thing that I think strikes me above all is utilise what you're good at, and that will carry you forward. I think also the day of maybe a one vision, uh, a one soulless approach to everything, I'm going to make this statement, perhaps not everybody would agree with it, that those days are, are, are less important and perhaps almost uh, for, you know, not the scrap heap, but perhaps are no longer relevant in a modern society, in a modern communications, and particularly maybe in the sports business. You've got to be talented, yes, but you've got to be multifaceted. And maybe the decision to make a plan will always be based against the experiences, the loyalty, as you've said, uh, and some of those connections that you make and I'm pleased, very pleased to hear uh, the rhetoric from you on this that you're going to utilise that as a starting platform and maybe uh, you know, as a launch pad I think your next years are going to be for, you know, very important and formative for you, the experiences that you can get in management, leadership etc within a classic um, educational and academic environment but then once you come out of that I don't think you can ever almost certainly have too many qualifications as long as they're relevant so the advice to students if you get the opportunity maybe to do a master's or to do some further practical certification or, or real experience in a broad sense then take that opportunity um, going forward can I ask you not the million dollar question here Rafa but what are some of the things maybe that you would change from the experiences that you've had in a very critical and maybe in, in a very positive sense. Are there some things that have not quite resonated with you or you wish you'd have maybe from your own perspective done things differently or maybe, you know, if you could put yourself in the organisation's perspective or point of view, maybe some better offerings or some different offerings from a course perspective maybe? I think... I think what really stood out to me in academia, one of the sort of the, the more negatives was the, the lack of actual real-world experience that lecturers sometimes have in the sports industry. Right. Um, but conversely, I mean, for example, first year, a lot of the selling points for us was the fact that because you worked in the industry, you were allowed to sort of contextualise everything very well. And then moving forward into our second year, we were actually really lucky to have a gentleman called Alex K lecturing us, and he was brilliant and. One thing that is interesting to note, even though he was younger of age, he still provided brilliant, brilliant context yeah. for the sports business environment. My main, my main issue was actually with none of that, was just with 
how we probably didn't have enough sports marketing modules and for me personally that was that was the real downside yeah I think it's very interesting that, you know, anyone planning or doing these things, whichever side of the fence you are, you know, it's the classic all things to all people all of the time and it's an impossible equation or it's, a, it's a, an impossible synergy that there's always bound to be uh, peaks and troughs or uh, advantages, disadvantages and finding the right balance. But I think the most important thing is perhaps to learn to recognise and to have the two-way discussion and critical debate on some or all of these issues, which is why I host this radio show, uh, why I have people on my show, like ranging from, you know, uh, if you like, the, the, the movers and shakers, the key influencers, the, the, the real important people in the industry, uh, both from a practitioner and an academic perspective. But the voice of the student, the voice of the next generation, the emerging generation, as exemplified uh, today by you, Rafa, is really, really uh, a great pleasure to listen to and to know you've played a part in that. So just as a sign-off, if we, if, if we can uh, today, uh, Rafa, I've made some breaking news over the course of the last few weeks. You've been kind of alongside it from time to time. But we're going to be doing a, a very special Global Business Education Week, uh, November 9th through to the 16th. Uh, at various locations in the UK, uh, I'd, I'd clearly like, you know, on the record now to invite you and your fellow students and any of the connections you make uh, once you start the new term uh, in your presidency uh, to be part of that uh, experience and that conference and other things that we'll be doing. So more of that as we go forward. Are there any final comments that you'd like to give to my audience across the globe, Rafa, on some of the important issues concerning sport business education today? I think for me, the lot is fostering the debate to develop knowledge and learning. I think you did it excellently. Alex Kay did a superb job obviously Grant Timms with the likes of marketing. By engaging students through debate, I feel that it's the best way to actually develop their learning knowledge and then develop and then lead into their application. Rafa, that's a great comment to finish on. I wish you all the very best going forward. I know you'll be a huge success in everything that you touch upon. And thanks again today uh, for coming on to my show here on the Future of Sport, All in Sports Talk. You have a great weekend, Rafa. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.